Welcome back to Groovin' Movies this week, Anthologasm. So I'm Eddie French, I'm joined by Emma Tidswell. Howdy there. Yes, and we have been watching another anthology. Yeah. So this time we have done The Veil. Now you can see all 11 episodes of The Veil for free on YouTube uh, through the channel Pizza Flicks. We love Pizza Flicks and we sent them a message saying can we mention you on our silly little folly and they said we'd love to (coughs) so uh we'd love to have you on may the source be with you (laughs) so that's their little (laughs) phrase there Mm -hmm. this is a notable one this is um supernatural isn't it it's not it's not uh because we did the twilight zone yeah and and that's sort of yeah one step beyond we've done and one Step Beyond is sort of more paranormal as well, yeah. isn't it? But One Step Beyond's like meant to be based on true stories. Oh, that's the that's the angle oh, that they're the going on. Yeah, these yeah. Are, are reported incidents, mm. um, and so they tend to be more supernatural than um, science fiction. Oh yeah. The Twilight Zone, obviously, it's the the twist in the tale. Mm-hmm. It's uh, sort of the O. Henry style of writing the uh, short story, and then all of a sudden, but they were dead all <gasps> along. But they were talking backwards and you only just noticed, you yes. know, that kind of thing. Or, um, yeah, the one we did, The Silence, which was just... Oh, that was so good. Which was just, just uh, deeply obsessing, yep. but great. Yeah. <clears throat> but Not conventional we, form, I either thought, yeah. Anyway, no, we, we chatted. But, but I know, we, we have done <laughs> and we, should, we, should, we shouldn't keep going on about The Twilight Zone as this could be a... And uh, this could be a 100% Twilight Zone podcast, to be honest. It could, yeah. But anyway. What we'd do is we'd watch every episode and then go back and start at the beginning again (gasps) and just keep releasing them. um, And then I'd do that with X-Files because... Absolutely. But we got to show love elsewhere and The Veil deserves some love. Yeah, The Veil's pretty decent, yeah. uh, we watched an episode of it, Mm -hmm. the first one, called Vision of Crime. Mm. Now, the, the angle on this one, they are supernatural. Yep. So a bit spookier. Mm-hmm. And they are introduced by Boris Karloff. Yes. He's in his little library. Well, big library. In a massive <coughs> library. Huge fire. He's put little yeah. pyrotechnics. Yeah, he's going by on. he's by a a roaring, I believe mm. that's what they reserve that word for, a roaring fire. Yep. He's got a book in his hand mm-hmm. and then the camera walks in. Yep. And he stands <laughs> and he gives a little pricey. Now you have uh, yes. previously heard this he, tale. He, he does his little rod yeah, bit, you little, know, yeah. and uh, see so see what they'll find behind the veil. Ooh. And that's his little, in the Twilight Zone, yeah. that's his little sign-off thing. That's his, if you were about to marry someone, but then you revealed the veil and they were just mm. dead. Yeah. Or a piece of ham, yeah. whatever. A, a piece of ham. <laughs> Who would marry a piece of ham? Find out in the Twilight Zone. Find out behind the veil so he's doing his thing but also the cool thing is he appears as a character mm. um he plays a character in all but one of them one of them yeah and is that i wonder which one it was the jack the ripper one oh. i think um i think it's the last episode That's for some reason i don't know why but for some reason he doesn't play a character in that so he introduces it and mm-hmm. is one of the 
sort of supporting characters yeah. in this case. I doubt. Was, I, I'm, I think he plays a supporting role in everyone. I mm. don't think he's the main guy. No, but I think like because he's already kind of narrating it and he's mm. in his own right, it's probably nice for him to take a bit of a backseat and kind of have fun with it. Well, you get, he get certainly in this one. He's, oh, he's yeah. a character actor. Yeah. I mean, who. Boris mm. Karloff, very yeah. much a character actor. Mm-hmm. But in this one, not really. He, he's sort of um, a bumbling um, <laughs> British police sergeant mm. who's not very good at his job. Or governor. Ooh, I'm yes. from the constabulary. Yes, um, he does yeah. He does that thing that coppers mm. apparently used to do, mm. which is there's a certain voice what coppers use in certain yep. different things where they're talking like this. and that's And that's the voice... He Allegedly, is. this is this is <laughs> this is what I this is what I read somewhere. Mm. That voice is given because that's how police officers used to speak in court oh. and in front of well-to-do people because they were trying to put on a posh voice. Yeah. So, so instead of talking like that, they were trying to be a bit more clipped and precise with the way that they talked, and that's how they thought the toffs talked. Bloody hell! And that's why he <laughs> would uh, he would like put an H on the beginning of words that begin with there. I will ask him later. <laughs> Things like that, and so he's doing that yeah. in a rather beautiful pantomime way. Oh my! Uh, I mean, it's genius. He's a scene chewer at the best of times. Love mm. him, Lord love him. But uh, he does, and he's got a young constable played by Patrick McNee who you may know from The Avengers. No, not that one. The <laughs> British TV series, <laughs> The Avengers, uh, where yeah. he played John Peel um, opposite... Uh, no, John Pe- John Steed, mm. again, Emma Peel, uh, who was sort of a mod catsuit-wearing lass. And then in The New Avengers with uh, Joanna Lumley. So he used to watch up. I can't remember him. Yes, yeah, so he used to wear a bowler hat and carry an umbrella, a third oh, umbrella. Yes, yeah. Yes, John Amazing. John Steed from mm-hmm. uh, yeah from the Avengers. Um, he very much like a, a now girls. Yeah, he was sort of uh, hello. I'm hey, a spy. He was sort of it was sort of drawn like a James Bond kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, got but, it. But um, yeah, so that's what he's best known for. He did lots of other things as well. He was a, a, a working actor. Oh but yes, you've just spotted him there. Yes. Well, no, I used to. I used to watch hmm. it. So it's a nice little uh, yes. reminder. Yes. Well, th- well, this of course was in sort of like 1959. I mm. think the Avengers picture. He's got rather good sideburns. He looks quite mod. He looks a bit in, like in Brian Ferry-esque. He's got a little bit, yeah. But yeah. he he always had his his furled furled umbrella and yep. uh, a bowler hat he had often as well. Oh, and he's like hooking around. With oh his yes, little yes. Well, because uh, and because uh, he was in uh, also on a Blackman. He worked with. Uh, no, best known as Pussy Galore. Oh yeah, and uh, they released a single called Kinky Boots, uh, oh, cool. which is the subject of one of my favourite sketches of all time, mm-hmm. which is uh, by the Trap, which you can also listen to. It's an audio sketch you can listen to for free. Mm-hmm. It is about ten minutes long. It's amazing though, mm-hmm. um, but that's beside the point. So Patrick McNee uh, and Boris Karloff, the two most famous people in this by quite a long stretch. I think yep. everyone else was just was just. I hate to say that. Everyone else. An actor. Yeah. Very, very nice. Mm. Again, with these lovely anthologies, very few locations. Mm-hmm. Clearly very low budget. Yeah. I think there were maybe like at most three. There was, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there was about, there was, there was the pub, there was the apocryphy. Oh, There right, was yeah, yeah. the cabin. Yep. There was the ship's office and... The apartment. At most five. Five, yeah. <laughs> no, it, it, but it's still <laughs> yeah, very, yeah, very little. Very minimal, um, yeah. Oh, and the, yeah. 
police stuff. But the police station didn't look like a police station anyway. No, it really uh, didn't. It was, <laughs> it was yeah. like it was like an, a stately office. But anyway, <laughs> it's uh, a minimal cast. Mm-hmm. I mean, a handful of extras. I wouldn't be surprised if they were just the rest of the cast oh, with like yeah. wigs on. <laughs> just, just. I more. mean, if we didn't <laughs> even twig, it was uh, Boris Karloff partway through. No, we didn't. No, uh, we really didn't because we saw it in the credits and went, "No, we played him as well." Well, I spent like a lot of time looking at Boris Karloff's mouth and then going, "Oh yeah, he's got the same thing I have, which means I've got a really big ton, uh, like ton, and then not a lot of mouth. So it's just very." He's got a bit of a lisp as Boris Karloff. Yeah. He, you can you, you can actually see his lisp mm. more than hear it. Yeah, it, he, it's, very it's like he's trained himself to. Oh no, no, it's, yeah. it's, but it's like he's trained himself to speak mm. without the lisp, but yeah. his tongue still moves to that position. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, you get a nice big close-up of him because he speaks at the beginning and at the end. <laughs> yeah, um, and so uh, we've had to. We've had to skip over to IMDb mm, for the plot uh, this time, uh, purely because uh, Wikipedia just lists their titles. Mm. And so this is Vision of Crime. Oh, 1958 it was aired. Oh, nice. So this is, this is the plot. While on a boat trip to Paris, a man has a vision in which he sees his brother murdered. He returns to England to discover that his brother has been killed and that a man he knows isn't the murderer is the prime suspect. Who is the murderer and how will the man ferret out the killer without mentioning his vision and seeming like a nutcase? Find out by going behind the veil. That's nice, that, because someone, yeah. a member of the public has added that and they've put some flair on it. And I, Lovely. And, and you can do that on IMDb, whereas Wikipedia prefer to be a bit more factual. But, yeah. But I appreciate that. A bit, um, of, a bit of flourish to it. Yes, that's very, Lovely. very nice indeed. Um, yep, so, uh, yes, Patrick McNee. Betty mm-hmm. Fairfax is Mrs. Oh, very nice. So, she was a, yes. a right lady. She really was. Um, so let's have a look here. Yes. Oh, we've got the, we've because got the cast. Because he's what? He's called, like, not... He's called Chester, isn't he? So basically, um, when <laughs> when yeah. they find that the brother has been killed in the apothecary, um, the constable, who obviously is Boris, mm. is having a natter with uh, Betty. Is it Betty? The, the older lady. Anyway. Oh, it's just Mrs. Clink. Oh, Mrs. Clink. She's played Sorry. by a lady called Betty Fairfax. Oh, yeah, it's Mrs. Clink. Um, and he's kind of like, oh, hello, blah, 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 and all the constabulary malarks. Mm. Um, he's going, please try and be a, a little less familiar, yes. please. I know my name is Chester, but mm. I don't need it. Uh, that's gone a bit weird. Right, so Sergeant Chester, Wilmore, it doesn't yeah. give his name, but yeah. Um, but and then there's Constable Horton, played by Patrick McNee. Yes, but Mrs. Clink gives his name quite a lot. Yes. Um, but she's like, oh yeah, so me and uh, me and our lad were sat having a bit of supper or a bit of tea or whatever. Yes. And we had some shots. Yes. Well, because it, it shows it, <laughs> it's um, it's really funny because it opens up with the guy doing his apocatheing. Mm-hmm. So you see the brother. He's he's got his white coat on. Oh, and He's yeah, putting yeah. his bottles away and mm. stuff. Um, and then a a cloaked woman. We see her face and everything. Yep. She pulls out a derringer, it's mm-hmm. identified as, which is basically a single shot or double or two shot 
I mean, pistol. It, it has to be two shots, doesn't it? At it least. does because Cause... because she fires two shots. Yeah, <laughs> unless but she had two of them, like, and she just was like, pew, pew. possibly. Pew, pew. But it, but it looked like mm. it looked like a single. It, it was yeah, it was yeah. like it's clearly a self-defense pistol mm. it's yep. it's I, I imagine designed for ladies yeah you know i would what after all the ripper is still around in people's memories mm. um i wouldn't carry one but it no. did look sort of cool it, i mean yeah yeah nice little <laughs> bit yeah but um so she wallops off two rounds one mm-hmm. of which sticks in the in the shelf behind him yeah and one of which goes straight through his heart he falls down mm-hmm she scarpers and that's when we see uh sergeant wilmore and constable horton Mm. horton's writing stuff down in his notebook and uh and uh wilmore's talking to um mrs Mrs. clink Clink. and she's giving him no mind no never and yes none of your business chester and she's saying that her and her alf Mm. are sitting down or they're having a cup of tea because he likes to yeah. have a cup of tea before he goes to bed you know how he likes to get away mm-hmm. early i think she has the most dialogue in the in the episode well, it's she just, really does it's just because she has huge chunks that she says at breakneck speed <gasps> yeah <laughs> so um but yes as a sort of interfering busybody she's mm-hmm. great she's, she's really uh, everyone's great in this i really really enjoyed the performances mm-hmm. um that's what yeah, I mean, it, it all relied on the performance because they've got mm. no money for anything yeah. else. <laughs> so, apart from uh, blonde hair dye, apparently. Oh yeah, very <laughs> blonde. Yes, very blonde. It was Robert Hardy who played George Bosworth. Oh yeah. Um, very blonde. Mm. Um, so much so that it shows up in black and white. Yeah. <laughs> it's, um, it's well, impressive. The, well, the thing is, is that we see the the murder, mm. and then the next thing we see is him on the boat. Yep, and he's he's on a boat. So he's sort of in the channel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in his little cabin. Yep, and he's uh, and he's got a basin of water, mm. and he looks at it, and then he sees mm. the scene, shot yeah, for shot, the, that we've murder, just seen, yeah. but and in a it, circular ball <laughs> of <laughs> terror. Yeah, and then and then he goes, oh, that's strange, and then he rushes off to the captain and said, mm. I need to go to England, and like mm. 150 miles away from England. Yep. He's like, but I need to be there. He's like, well, you can get there tomorrow morning. There'll be some. We'll land, put you on a boat, and you get you straight back. That's but the best we can do. But it might be too late. He goes, oh, oh, oh uh. I don't know. So then we see the uh, investigation, and they're going, all oh, right, and mm. then uh, and they're getting annoyed with Mrs. Clink because mm. she's talking a lot. Yep. And she's not getting to the point, mm-hmm. and she's being a bit of a well basically she loves being the gossip monger she loves being the center of it all yep and they go right fine if you can think of anything else please come and make a statement at the station mm-hmm. and then she goes oh well if you don't want to know who the murderer is <laughs> like, so they walk back and go right so sorry you know that yeah. yes and it's well you never let me yes answer that did you yes you never let me get to there yeah. albert ketch Yes. Albert Ketch, um, played by Terence Damani. Very eccentric chap. Yes, a sort of a little steptoe looking motherfucker really, isn't he? Yeah. He's sort of, he's sort of his his clothes are quite ragged, mm-hmm. he's sort of got fingerless gloves, his yep. glasses are quite thick. Mm-hmm. A- a- again, a, a very much a sort of a character actor. Oh, yeah. I didn't know nothing. Oh well yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um what were you doing there? It turns out he'd made some shelves. Mm-hmm. Um and went to get paid, but then he broke something. Mm. And uh, Hart is his name. Um, yep. Hart Bosworth, the apocryphy, the murdered man, mm. said, "That's 
that's worth more than that so yeah so i'm no. not paying you mm-hmm. and so he went around to try and get paid he's like well i didn't think it was that i didn't <laughs> kill him oh how do you know he was killed you mm. told me oh yeah did i tell him yeah yes sir, yeah, you yeah, did, yeah, did. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well i didn't shoot him oh how did you know he was shot well you, 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 you told me no <laughs> I see. I think there's a sequence like that in one of the Terry Pratchett Discworld books in The Watch. Oh, yeah. Where Fred Colon essentially has the same conversation and Nobby Nobs is the next thing. You did tell him, Sarge. <laughs> <yeah."> <laughs> so, <laughs> and, it, and there's every chance every chance that uh, it was a nod to this. Or, mm. I mean, that little interaction thing has been done a lot. Mm-hmm. It's not uh, It's not a... Uh, but in 1958... It, yeah, whatever, no, it's great. It's know, really, really it's fun. Cool. And it's for us. Boris Karloff is so enjoying being Sergeant Wilmore. Yeah. He's not that integral to the plot. Nope. Because he's, he's part of a double act with Patrick McNee. And oh, yeah. He's just having a great time. He's gunning away. And mm-hmm. Yeah, really, really great. He's off his tail. He's, he's, oh, he's having very a great excitable. Time. And it's lovely to watch as well. It's really mm. fun. So he gets back and... Um, is it Julie? That's his... Oh, yeah, his fiance. His fion- the yes. Um... Uh, uh, yes, George's fiance. He arrives yes. back at his, his. He gets to his fiance's house and goes, mm-hmm. uh, and she goes, "Oh, you all right? You must be feeling awful, but with your brother being a dead." Yes. And he goes, "Oh, I know." She goes, "Don't worry. They caught that awful Albert Ketch." <gasps> and he went, "What? No, nope. he didn't do it." Yeah. Like, what do you mean? He goes, "I saw a vision, and in the vision, mm-hmm. he didn't see the bit where we see the killer's face." Mm-hmm. Which yeah, is important. He doesn't see is. that bit. Mm. He just sees the killer shooting his brother, mm-hmm. which is bad enough. Mm. Oh yeah, and especially so, like yeah. not even on a tiny TV, just a <laughs> big bowl. Yes, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a bowl bigger than most televisions. Yeah, um, so it's really, really. I think it was like 4K you. plasma bowl of Plus, face yeah. washing water. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah get that on. Uh, yeah, no, it was bigged up. Oof. I th- I th- he's still paying it off. Yeah. Installments yeah. must be pretty high. Forty pound a week. What? It's not. It's not, <laughs> not cheap. Ball, is it? no. Need that puff crew money. Yeah, take mm. back radio rentals. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so he's inherited the apocryphy because mm. he, he was his brother's only living relative, and yep. so he's got all of that. He's more interested in not having Albert catch. Yeah. Go to prison. Well, go, go to the gallows. Yeah. You know they'll, yeah. they'll hang him <laughs> for it. Um, he's he's like no 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 that's not it. So mm. he goes down and tries to find it. Mm-hmm. Um, the coppers go, well, you stood to, mm. you know, you stood mm. to, you know, maybe he was well, under suspicious. orders mm. to, to carry it out by someone who stood to gain. Mm. And then he's like, wait a minute, that's a bullet hole. <laughs> and they go, oh yeah, it is. And he pulls out and goes, it's a very small caliber. It must be a Derringer. Yes, mm. I think it is. But what would Albert catch? A man be doing with a derringer? <laughs> he literally says that. <laughs> literally points out that a derringer, well, a man, even a slight scrawny one mm. like Albert Ketch, would at least carry a cannon. Yes. <laughs> a derringer, <laughs> we're looking at something else entirely. Mm. And uh, and then, uh, yeah, and then he, and then George goes to the pub, doesn't he? He goes, yeah. he goes to the pub and mm. has a drink, and Mrs. Clink, who sidles up to him and says, like, oh, I am sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, oh, he's dead and that's awful. Mm. Who do you think done it? <gasps> I reckon it was that Albert Ke- I told him about that. Yeah. I'm the one who got him. He's going to be killed because of me. <laughs> You're welcome. 
Thanks. Very nice. Very nice. And then, uh, and then he was talking about stuff. And then she goes, "Well, I don't pay nothing. No, never mind. You and mm. only me. But um, I've heard that everyone thinks that your girlfriend's a prick." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "What?" He goes, "Oh, she's always going on about money and position Ugh. and yeah." So status chaser. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, she's amazing because she mm. does that well. It's none mm. of my business. Mm-hmm. But we we live in Leeds, and yep. so it's not. It's not unusual to hear at a bus stop at a oh checkout no. in a supermarket. Absolutely. Well, you know it's none of my business, but this is exactly what she should do. Yes, totally, totally do it. Do you know what? Do you know what? Right, and I wouldn't say this to her, but I am going to say it to her. Right, what she wants to do? Mm. She wants to get them kids out of there. Right, yeah. tell him he can fuck off. Yeah, pretty much. And say she's sorry. Yeah, not that it's any of my business. <laughs> right, these these people exist everywhere. <coughs> Um, yeah, they, they are, and they're tremendous fun to listen to, oh, less yeah. fun to interact with. Mm. <laughs> so, <laughs> and if you are one of those, we don't mean you. Yeah, we love you. But uh, I'm sure. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not up to me, but I can't believe they reviewed Dolomite. Oh, I'm just saying. Oh my god! I wouldn't Do you know even. what I'd have I done? Even. I'd have, I'd have looked at it. I'd have turned it off. Yeah. I'd have chucked it out door, locked the door, thrown yeah. away the key, and yeah. forgot about them. Yeah. Oh my. But that's uh, <sighs> that's her. And another thing now, so <laughs> so she and so she gives away the fact that um, his girlfriend is like obsessed with money mm. and social position and hierarchy. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, is she?" Which is a shame because well, she, he's yeah, and also that he didn't get on with. Uh, sorry, she didn't get on yeah. with his brother and yeah. stuff. Yeah. But mm. sorry, you're saying it was a shame. Well, I just think because he's like he's a really solid, really lovely man. Yeah, George, George seems like a decent bloke. Yeah, yeah, and he's been like ensnared by the terrifyingly straight face list of this whatever she's called. I don't even care. Julie. Julie. Julie Gurk. Westcott. Julie Westcott. Westcott. <laughs> yeah, and so and so he goes back and. Um, <coughs> oh, she says an amazing thing to him when they get back. He gets back mm. and goes, oh, I, I just don't think it is catch. Yeah. And she's like, oh, it probably is. Don't yeah. worry about it. Yeah. Anyway, sit here and only think nice thoughts until yes. I've made the tea. Yeah. <laughs> because she understands bereavement mm. and sadness. And you can only think good things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So just, just think good things yeah. about your dead brother until yep. I come back with a mug of tea. Like maybe he's handing out with a little lamb. In a field. Oh, that is nice. That in is heaven. Nice, a little yeah. la- a little heaven lamb field. Aww. Oh, that does sound good. It's all right, isn't it? But he has still been murdered. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm sad again now. Uh, and I don't blame him. Let's go apothecary to get some tablets to sleep. Oh, that's true, yeah. Sleep. You could get down the apothecary and mm. chuck back a fistful of everything and see what sticks. Yeah. Which, by <laughs> the way, if you do feel that you do need medicating for anything, that we don't yeah, advise no. that method. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, GPs and stuff. And if you do take medicine, fair enough. Cool. Uh, no, no, no. That's fine. Mm. But, uh, yeah. but you know, just take medicine the way it's supposed to be taken. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Medicine's there to be used. That's okay. It is. Um, so, uh, so he, you see him, you see his <laughs> visage <laughs> change. Yeah. And he starts becoming rather sly mm. which is my favourite bit I think I'm, I'm preempting yeah. preempting the favourite apart from um, Boris Karloff chewing the scenery 
Oh, uh, yeah. Whilst walking around talking all about it. Oh, um, did he say that? No, he didn't. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, never mind. It was yeah. my word. Um, yeah, that's wonderful. And I think mm-hmm. it's everyone's favourite bit. So you yeah. just go, what's your second favourite? And that's all. Yeah. My favourite bit is when he, he his aspect changes. Mm. And he goes, uh, and she's pottering away yeah. looking at tea. Yeah. He's in the other room going, you know something, dear? I, uh, I think it was Albert Ketch that shot him. Mm. Oh, you know it. No, but I was going to say, you know it makes sense. <laughs> that's that's Del Boy. But, yeah. um, she, <laughs> but she sort of says, you know, oh, yeah, I, I, I thought you'd see it. I, mean, I understand you're upset, so you're going to be all over the yeah, place. Exactly. She sounds very understanding. Mm. And he goes, yes, yes, of course. Um, of course, now I've got the apocryphy, and mm. uh, yes, well, I suppose we'll just get on with 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 us i suppose mm. we can be married and she goes yes that sounds lovely yes. <gasps> of course once we're married i'll oh no well, i'll sell the apocryphy and yes. then once we're married we can move somewhere quieter maybe yes and she goes and she just comes bursting through the door and goes well, what you we didn't even know that like she drops everything in oh, the yeah. kitchen <laughs> and there's just this <laughs> giant clatter goes, once i sell the apocryphy <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that literally is. Yeah, yep. I've forgotten about that. It's amazing. It, <laughs> there are moments of this TV show that are less than subtle. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> still wonderfully enjoyable. Oh, but, totally. But it, but 1958, it didn't carry the subtle nuance of say <laughs> The Sopranos. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know that's fine. That's oh. fine too. So he drops a bombshell and mm-hmm. she drops a tea set. Yep. Um, <laughs> which selling the apocryphy would actually help replace. You oh, can totally. Buy a yeah. Dozen of them. Yeah. So. <laughs> My gr- I had a great aunt who her and her husband would mm. buy tea sets. Oh, nice. That was their investment. And mm-hmm. then if they ever wanted to go on holiday, yeah. they would sell one of their tea sets. Ooh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. This is, ah. this is a great aunt, by the way. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, she yeah. was. So it was, was like a. She was born between the wars. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, if, um, so, yeah. Um, not a, a common enough thing anymore. Visiting her, you'd you'd have a different. We'd have several cups of tea, and mm. it would be a different tea set entirely for each cup we had. That is impressive. <laughs> she was an impressive lady. Oh my yeah, goodness. yeah. Wow. It's kind of yeah. <laughs> I've, uh, uh, I've never had a host quite like her mm. <laughs> since. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Aww. I mean, she would have been a full-blown adult by the time she had kids by the time this came out. So oh, um, right. you know, mm. um, so although I think this is set before 1958, mm. I'm, yeah. I'm guessing i imagine yeah probably it looks definitely before yeah. that time well, for a start there's an apocryphy yeah <laughs> like and that yeah and also she's got like a bustle on as well she's got oh, one of those, yeah, she's, she's got the bum padding and stuff fancy. so so uh and everyone's a little it's not quite the sort of it doesn't look post-war certainly no. so <laughs> she comes through and it's like mm. what what was that about yeah. selling the apocryphy did you just thought i heard something yep. he goes well of course we'll have to sell it i can't I c- and then move of course i can't mm-hmm. stay here not with the memory of my <laughs> murdered brother everywhere mm. well, and she goes no we we simply can't i mean sh- she might as well have done this yeah no <laughs> i killed him because <laughs> it wasn't because lo- right the first thing you see is yeah. her face in yeah. the whole episode you go mm-hmm. oh that woman and then you see her again and you go yeah. oh take the hood off and yeah. that's that woman mm. she's murdered her, the mm. brother-in-law yeah or the and soon-to-be brother-in-law in like, the hope of getting the apocryphy mm. getting social standing yep getting money and being someone mm. not being the hoi polloi mm-hmm. 
and because she worked too hard for it. Yeah, she worked hard by yeah, just shooting by pretend. Yeah, she worked hard <laughs> by by fancying George. Yep, and killing his brother Hart. H-A-R-T, which is a strange yeah. name, but mm. I, I'm not judge. I'm no. not here to defame the dead. He goes, no, you were going to be someone and I was mm. going to be your wife, <laughs> which sort of shows what women could aspire to in those oh, yeah. days. Yeah. I could be someone's wife. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it's better. Uh, I get it. It's better than a kick in the bustle. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so, you know, that that's fine. Yeah. Um, and do you know what? If that's as high as you were allowed to aspire, mm. then you might as well aspire to it. Yeah, exactly. But not by killing a man. No. Um, Never when you're really. When you're betrothed is on holiday and i mean right she's got loads of stuff in the apothecary mm. everybody's favorite friend silent mm. poison women murder with poison mm. it's it's mm. a well-known thing yeah it's like, it's it's a you know, cliche it's uh, it is mm. but if he's doing a little bit of mixing yeah Oof. he could i mean he could yeah all you do is relabel the bottles yeah. he pours two together makes chlorine gas mm-hmm He'll gas himself, and then yeah. the gas will disappear because mm. there's only a small amount been made. And it'll be behind the gas veil. <laughs> behind the gas veil. Yeah. Is that what you're going to start calling stuff in the lab? Pretty much. Yeah. This is the gas <laughs> veil. Do not go behind it. No. It is the inert gas veil. <gasps> well, that'll you be fun. Oh, that's true, yes. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, you are right. It's a bit of a, a tired one. But... Mm. But uh, but it would just have worked saying. out better because you just go, oh no, Hart was, mm-hmm. uh, he was he, right, or at least know, acid uh, buff him. Come on. Well, she well she killed him noisily, so she knew oh, people yeah. would come. Do you want to cut this out? You know what? I'm overthinking this. Let's carry on. I mean, you might be um, a little bit. Sorry, but but you, this shows that you would make a slightly better murderer. You would have a probably you might have escaped capture for longer than four and a half minutes. Yes. So. That's you know enough what? time to catch a bus. That's fine. <laughs> You'll be well away. <laughs> uh, oh, genius. So, uh, so yeah, so uh, he uh, he says, uh, yeah, I'm going to do all this. And mm. she, she uh, no, but then we could be together. Mm-hmm. He didn't like me and therefore wouldn't have blessed the union and this kind of thing. It's like, well, stop being a dick and yeah. maybe he'll like you. Yeah, maybe it's, just be a bit kind. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's lots of things we can learn. The thing that's never really mentioned again mm. is the vision yeah he has the vision he <laughs> tells Jess, uh, jessica julie he tells julie, julie this mm. and she goes don't tell people that they'll yeah. think you're mad and it's right weird, isn't it? it's and, weird. and as evil as she is yeah she's right yeah people she's will correct, think yeah. you're bonkers mm-hmm. and she probably does as well. she's like yeah you what but then she says why what did you see and he goes i saw and then he gives the vaguest version of it. he goes i saw the murderer and then I saw them shoot Hart. It's like, <laughs> well, you've been told your brother's been shot. Yeah. So it's not... It's, so it's like you know. going to a medium and then going, mm. and your grandma, her name began with A, and she liked... Yeah. Your grandma's name began imperials. with A letter. Yep. And she was very fond of her mm-hmm. favourite things. Yes. And she didn't like her least favourite things. No. <gasps> that is grandma... Uh, oh my god uh, can you tell her that I'm a- oh and she says she says don't worry she's happy <laughs> oh good because I did want my grandma who I love to be happy oh how did she know, uh, <laughs> so, you know it's, it's sort of the vaguest cold readings yep. thing he ever gives out I just want to kick mediums in the face except rescue mediums because that is a phenomenal TV show 
I got a lot of love for that. Fair enough. It's amazing. I've never seen it. Right, it's I'm two not... lasses. Okay. It were proper like northern and middle age, and they they say cheers at the end after they've done a medium rescue, and they have little bottles of bubbly, and they go, "Hey." Are they like great. the two fat ladies? Because like at the end of every sort episode of. of the two fat ladies, <laughs> they'd be sat on the steps of a yeah. stately home drinking like pints of gin and smoking yeah. uh, wood bites. <laughs> 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 I always found to be quite endearing. It was very as cool. As much as Clarissa Dixon Wright was a fucking horrible woman. Mm. Um, um, the fact that she just sort of goes, oh, well, we did some good cooking today. Like yes. that, that, that. <laughs> I sort of, I kind of admire that. In a, I lo- I, <laughs> in a way that I didn't admire her personal views. <laughs> but, yeah, you know what? I, I dig it too. It's yeah, like, it's oh, well, you know, but that, that was a BBC show. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we need your final thoughts. Well, mm. I'm not putting this out. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, oh, okay, fair enough. That's all right. Like, I'm off the clock now. <laughs> Gin o'clock, dear. Thank you, dear. See. <laughs> Just kind of, ah, I kind of admire that. Oh, I've got to say. Great. I think but, the thing I'm sorry, I'm talking about rescue mediums again. But I like fine. it where they go, right, Jackie, Jackie, oh my God, Jackie, right, you've just been grabbed by a small adult, a little ad, no, a child, not, not an adult, sorry, not an adult. <laughs> <laughs> she forgot the word for child. <laughs> and what she's you call like, a small young adult. And they go and they go, oh, oh, sorry, sorry, Jackie, I've just, I've just fallen. They might have, I've had a, a right attack. Oh, oh, right, I just need to sleep it off. Oh, 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 that's too much, Jackie. Oh, I've just done this little drawing. It looks exactly like a rendering of what I think the ghost looks like, which is a rendering of what could be anyone. Yeah, it's just a lot of pictures. Uh, it's genius. They even fought in a crystal cave as well, and they've got all the balls of water out. It's lovely. Wow. Um, yeah. Mean, I mean, that does sound better than the mediums who have their homophobic husbands beat up uh, people yeah. who question them. Yeah, exactly. Not that, Pretty, not not, that anyone's... Not sorry. that anyone's ever done that. No, no, except no. Why for would all, they? Except for all the proof. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But they didn't do it. No, totally not. Totally not. Why I mean, would they? No matter how much the proof says they did. Mm, mm. But anyway. It's fine. Like, but, um, but yeah, uh, like, like we completely forgot to talk about the veil just then. They completely forget to mention... The 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 psychic phenomena, yeah. the the yeah. vision in a but we didn't know if the water was special, if the mm-hmm. bowl was special, no, no if idea. The date or the uh, alignments of anything. It was just a man yeah. who saw a vision of his own mm. brother being murdered. Which, I mean, if I saw a vision of anything, mm. I'd probably be a bit frightened, thinking, yeah. "Am I have I gone bonkers? What's going on? Mm. Have I been slipped something? Am <laughs> I? You know, is this is this chemical induced? Yeah. Is this?" I mean, they are Mania, on the sea, you know. so they oh, might yeah, have yeah. some traumatic. Experience. Absolutely, um, France in this universe might have been made out of acid. Yeah, maybe, like, maybe a, like LSD <laughs> acid. So I don't know. Yeah, maybe yeah. he was getting a whiff of it. And went, but maybe yeah. someone had some mushrooms and they mm. went a little off. So that, who, that, who knows? Yeah, that might be that. That was never tied up, which I tend to not mind. Because you know me, I don't mind stuff. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't mind fine. stuff loose ends and mm. things not being totally explained. But I feel like there could have that it needed something yeah. to tie it off with. Maybe, maybe seeing, maybe she could see a vision of mm. something in a in the cup of tea she was making. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and sees him 
running her over or so you know yeah, something yeah, yeah. something you know like to her like come up and her come up and um you know what's going to happen you know a tree falling on her <laughs> or something that would have because meant an outside broadcast so yeah. they wouldn't film it but um you <laughs> but know, I know what, I mean. what you mean because like the initial thing where it's like oh the supernatural yeah. and it's all so spooky and then you only see yeah. a little element and then it goes oh by the way she just told him and yeah. it was more like yeah. a character story yeah yeah it was which again i'm not opposed to yeah, but yeah. It, when it starts off and it sort of goes oh we're not talking about that anymore yeah. <laughs> um because yeah he goes oh i see i mm. see well mm. yeah i'm off and he just storms mm. out basically yeah. and she goes oh no and she starts crying mm. and then it slowly <laughs> fades to uh boris Karloff in front of a fire going yeah. mm, hey eh? yeah well yeah. then yeah mm. very, behind the very veil spooky. then yeah. he goes and sits down and it zooms back out again yeah um and then he probably little yeah. bit sets on fire. I'm excited to see more of these because mm. um, I felt that that wasn't really the best foot forward. That was the first episode. Yeah. Although it there was a it, there was a backdoor pilot in mm-hmm. another Time in another it? anthology. Oh, yeah. There was an episode mm. of The Veil. Vale. Yeah. And it was the same format, which is why at the beginning of what's called <laughs> episode number one, he goes. Welcome. We're back again to have another story from behind. We're go- what? Yeah, what? But yeah. That's what? Huh? Again? Yeah. Episode one. It's you like, that's, fine, yeah. that that was a joke on Round the Horn, a brilliant radio series. It's like, welcome to the first episode of Round the Horn, a new radio comedy show, a light entertainment show. Yes, and as those viewers who saw us last week will know, we're the, <laughs> <laughs> the answers from last week's quiz. And, uh, <laughs> and so, uh, you know, that was a joke used mm-hmm. on the first... And I was like, this doesn't seem like a joke-heavy kind of no. show, but well, yes. what was your what was your best bit of it, do you think? Um, oh, what did I like? I liked Mrs. Um, Clink. Oh, I Mrs. thought Clink. she was phenomenal. Yes. Any bit of her just... You know, mm. putting everyone in their place. Yeah. Um, and Boris, I l- I liked <laughs> Boris just being he's considerably and going to get too familiar. He's quit the team. It was very fun because now we get to do this accent. Absolutely, there's nothing less fun than doing this all about the place. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so him, I think, just as those two characters, um, in general, and mm. I actually I quite like the beginning because she just looks so like murderous she looks like she slightly yeah. terrifying yeah she does she looks like she could have been a very good milady in the three musketeers mm. um so yes yeah, she uh, she could have been very very good at that julie uh yes jennifer rain was the uh, julie westcott actress oh, nice. jennifer rain r-a-i-n-e but yes, very, very good indeed. Well, mine, uh, mine, I as I said, yes, I've already yeah, said, well, mine said, was the, said, uh, well. the 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 uh, softest interrogation ever. I'm going to sell the apocryphy. I shot him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is uh, okay. Which yeah, is that was one. pretty great. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, the veil. It's all there. All uh, eleven episodes. Mm. Twelve. Yeah, twelve. Yeah. 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 All of the episodes, all of the episodes. There's Mm -hmm. 12. uh, The secret one, I don't know if it's on Pizza Flicks, but certainly the 11 official ones. Mm -hmm. Um, And you can watch them all, uh, very good quality, and they're good fun. So, yeah, yeah. if you'd like to talk to us at all, then uh, groovinmovies at gmail.com, or you can go to www.groovinmovies.com and find out how to contact us go on our social media you can support us through coffee.com yep 
Uh, co- yes, coffee.com forward slash Groove and Movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you very much, Emma. Thank you very much, Andy. That's lovely. And we'll be back again next time with another episode of our Groove and Movies. Uh, yep. Take care. See you soon. Tati bye. Bye bye bye. Groovin Movies featured Tom King, Eddie French, and Emma Tidswell, and is part of the Discount Comedy Checkout Network. For more information, go to www.comedycheckout.com. Thanks for listening. Bye.